Hey, Joe, Lonely Adventurer here. Just reaching out to all my favorite podcasts this morning as I sit here on my fake commute to work at home. Uh, uh, just to let creators know just yeah, how much I get out of your show, how much I enjoy it, uh, how much I love hearing other people's love for the hobby. And even though it seems fewer and fewer people are listening to podcasts during the quarantine, that it's important that we keep putting them out. Uh, so yeah, appreciate you, appreciate what you do, stay safe, and be well. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my skull. But mostly role-playing games, I promise. Dude, that was super cool, man. Thank you so much. It's just touching to know that people are out there still listening, still calling in. And on that note, I actually do have a few call-ins this episode, unlike last episode. So yeah, at the start of the show, that was a Lonely Adventurer. Uh, right after this, I have a really fantastic call-in from Jules from Jules from NZ. Thank you so much, Jules. And then I got a call in from Jason uh, asking me a question and wanting me to do some homework. But dude, <laughs> thank you for the call in, man. So let's uh, let's hear from Jules. Hey, Joe, it's Jules from Jules from NZ here. Um, probably don't need to introduce myself because you're very used to hearing my voice, but that was kind of for everybody else. Um, so yeah, that was actually my first time running a dungeon. And it's definitely my first time running anything one-on-one. So it's very cool and I'm learning a lot um, and I think you're an awesome DM. And no, I was not paid to say any of that. But also, please don't kill my character in the next session. I'm really worried about it. Okay, bye. That was so, so sweet. Thank you so much, Jules. I, You know, I think anyone who's listening to me, I'm pretty sure they know who you are. They recognize your voice by now. But anyway, that was Jules from Jules from NZ. It's an awesome show about New Zealand. She also has a spinoff show where she kind of focuses more on the things she's up to and messages that people leave her and stuff so that's a pretty cool show too same same podcast feed so you don't have to search special for it but go check it out anyway yeah so her character i'm also running her through the uh tomb of the serpent kings using romance of the perilous lands this time and i found that to be a little trickier converting that to Tomb of the Serpent Kings, and I found Low Fantasy Gaming, but we're we're having a really awesome time. She made it actually to the end. Her character, Alice, uh, with her NPC, Fenrir, uh, they, she made it to the very end uh, and, you know, was having a conversation with the fellow there waiting at the end, and things were going all right. Things were going all right. Then, as they often do... They went south in a hurry, initiative gets rolled, sleep gets cast, saving throw gets failed, and that's the end of the session. And that's that's where we left Alice. So we'll have to see what happens to Alice and Fenrir when next we when next we meet them. But I'm gonna talk more about my um the other low fantasy game that I've been, or sorry, the other Tomb of the Serpent Kings game that I've been running using low fantasy gaming here right after this call. 
uh, from Jason. Hey, Joe, I'm looking to your follow-up podcast, your post, where you describe what you love about Birthright, Eberron, Dark Sun, Galarian, and Netter Vale. It's going to be an awesome podcast. Thanks for putting that out there, buddy. Yeah, Jason, dude, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. <laughs> that involves a bunch of homework. So people were talking about different settings for D&D in the Audio Dungeon Discord the other day, and... Upon nobody asking for my opinion, I decided I'd throw out my top five favorite settings, and I believe what I wrote, which should tell you how set in stone this list is, that I'm not even 100% sure I can name it in order again, was Birthright, Dark Sun, Eberron, Galarian, and the Nintervale. I think that's, that was the order that I put them in. If not, that's the order they're in right now. As to why those are the ones that I put in my top five, like I said, that might be a show for a different day, although that show involves a lot of homework, and that's not really what I'm up to in this podcast, even though it's not like I got shit better to do right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, folks, let me talk some more about... Uh, the Tomb of the Serpent King games that I'm running using Low Fantasy Gaming because we had an interesting session the other day. Well, I ran my third session of Low Fantasy Gaming, running my two players through Tomb of the Serpent Kings, and (laughs) it will be the last session (laughs) for those two. They did not make it. Uh, they they were doing really well. They had found a bunch of treasure. They had a chance to leave, got in a tussle with a Medusa, gave, gave it their all. It was a hell of a fight. They had the Medusa down to single-digit hit points, uh, but in the end, in the end, it was just too much for them, and the Medusa took them out, and... <laughs> It was a it was a sad end to the noble dwarven brothers, though a rogue and a barbarian. So how noble were they actually? But <laughs> they they took their deaths, the TPK. They took it really well. They had a blast. I think they both really really enjoyed the system. Uh, we're probably gonna run it again. Um, I just got to think of a different adventure. But yeah, it, it's just. It's a fun system. I really like that it it really focuses on, you know, the world doesn't scale itself for the party. The world is what the world is. And if the party walks into a buzzsaw, it's their responsibility to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, and so if those of you familiar with Tomb of the Servant Kings might be thinking to yourselves, what Medusa? Where the hell is that? Well, it's uh, it's in the one... It's supposed to be a basilisk, but low fantasy gaming does not have a basilisk, so no problem. Just grab another creature, fairly similar, similar enough in theory, uh, similar power level. And yeah, ran with the Medusa instead. Everything else was the same. And it was great. I didn't do my due diligence before the fight, my dungeon master due diligence. I didn't fully read the... Uh, 
monster entry for Medusa. I just sort of scanned it. And even though it's it's short and concise and really well written, I, I like I said, I didn't do my due diligence. And because of my eyes looking shit up on the fly doesn't really doesn't really work for me. Like it just grinds the game to a halt in just a bad way. So it talks about how the players can avert their eyes from the Medusa when they're attacking and then they uh, they attack as if they were blind. And so I just said, okay, you have disadvantage. Gave them disadvantage. Later on, after the session, I looked it up and there is no blind condition. So I le- or at least I couldn't find a blind condition. So then I looked at visibility and it talks about how if you're in super thick fog or total darkness, when you make an attack, you have a 65% mischance. So I think, you know, I think I was close. I was close with my adjudication of the situation and it it worked really well um the battle was dynamic it was fun it was tense came right down to the end but yeah sometimes the medusa is just too much for two first level pcs (laughs) but uh still totally loving the system excited to get into it some more really i really want to get like I, I want to get it. I want to get that system mastery like I have with Pathfinder 1. I, I just, I would feel better about having a new system under, you know, in my toolbox. So, I don't know. That's it for now. Anyway, folks, uh, let me get out of here. Thank you so, so much to Lonely Adventure, Jules, and Jason for your call-ins. I really appreciate it. You know, thank you to everyone else out there who's out putting out podcasts right now, who's listening to podcasts, like keeping this community alive, keeping our spirits up as much as we can during this just messed up situation. Hopefully, though, like I said last time, I think we might be turning a corner, might be a small corner. I'm not expecting any miracles or any sudden changes, but I think we're trending in a positive direction. So keep it up, stay positive, stay pleasant, try and be nice to one another. And until we talk again, peace out. I don't know who does this more often, me or Goblin's Henchmen, but here is an an addendum. I'm doing all of these shows lately straight from my phone, and it's much more of a pain in the butt for me to add in links and that shit from my phone as opposed to my laptop. And since I'm just making these as quick, as dirty as possible, I am sadly and lazily not including the links in my show notes to the people that are calling in. But please, please go check their shows out. Go listen to podcasts, folks. They're down all over the place. Listens are down. And I know that's silly because you don't have the time anymore. So I totally understand. But if you have some time, give a listen to somebody. And yeah, that's it, folks. Peace out again.